What is up, guys? Welcome to the Benobi Tech Podcast, the weekly podcast where we talk about the tech you love and give you guys all of the latest news in the world of tech, whether it be Apple, whether it be Samsung, whether it be poor dead Huawei, we got it for you here in the Benobi Tech Podcast. Today, I'm joined with my two co-hosts. We have one who's already been a co-host on the show before when it used to be called TechCast, and we also have another one. So starting with uh, Nick, who's always been here. What's up, Nick? How are you doing? Great. It's really good to be back in here recording again with you guys. Been a pleasure. Definitely, definitely. And then we have Taylor from Apple. Oh, well, Taylor, a.k.a. Apple Monster, not from Apple Mo- Yeah, he is from Apple Monster, but, you know, he's the Apple Monster. There you go. Uh, yeah, how you pretty doing? much. Great, man. Thanks for inviting me on. And, uh, yeah, as you, as Benji just said, I am... Uh, my channel name is Apple Monster. I do a couple videos uh, a week based on Apple. Uh, some different kinds of things every week so make sure to check me out on youtube and of course um, all yeah. of our um yeah of course all the social media links will be in the show notes of this uh, of this episode so if you guys want to subscribe to me or taylor or want to follow nick over on twitter he still hasn't got a youtube channel you guys can uh, go ahead and click the link in the in the show notes Anyway, let's get the show on the road. Let's talk about Huawei. This is like the biggest thing that's been happening this week. Huawei getting banned uh, by the US for like selling stuff. This has already been a thing for a couple months. And then th- last weekend, the Donald Trump has decided to just ban Huawei completely from dealing with any US company. So now Huawei uh, can't use Android anymore and... They can't use a bunch of Google services, and they basically are on their own. Like, even other companies that make some parts for their phones, they're gone as well uh, from trading, like Intel and Qualcomm. So, pretty, pretty tough situation for Huawei. What are you guys' opinions on this? What do you think Huawei can do uh, from now on to kind of, like, fix this situation? I mean, the only way what they can do is... Um, like they said, they're like building an alternative version of Android, whatever they're calling this thing, and it might, it's supposed to come this fall, allegedly, and I mean, that's a long, that's a long period right there, like this fall, all the people who've got the Huawei in, in America, they are, their phones are literally like obsolete at this point, they can't really use, they can't use their phones, like in China it's okay because Huawei is Chinese, manufacturer it's okay in China but when you in America and you lose your trust that's a market you're losing a major market and then that, that's sure. keeping you like once you lose the trust there's no coming back right you got to build the trust and you have to like do anything and everything just to rebuild that trust so it's very hard for them to just sustain what they have already established in the community so just a little bit of backstory to, to the whole thing. Basically, Huawei got caught for espionage or spying, whatever you want to call it, on American users. So like people in the US would buy a Huawei phone. Uh, Huawei would basically collect their information and sell it to the Chinese government. And they've actually been accused of a number of different things, uh, whether it be um, 
uh, IP address hacking and a bunch of other like really major major things. I think one of them was even like they could spy through the camera, which is like the classic hack for your phone type of thing, uh, which happens on a lot of other Android phones. But like Huawei was known for selling information to the Chinese government. So that is mainly why the Trump administration decided to ban them. But let's not go to, get all political here because everybody has their own exactly. opinions. But basically now... Now, now Huawei's done for basically because they they've got until I think it's August twentieth or something to like deal with everything and find some new manufacturers and stuff because like the U.S. W said that it was immediate and then they kind of w were like you know what this is this is kind of be bad for the company so let's just give them a little bit of time to like figure things out because they've got some new phones that they're making they've got the the mate 30 pro or whatever it's called they've that's coming out very soon they just released the, they just released the honor 20 which we'll be talking about in a second and like they've got all these phones that depend on like some us companies and now they're kind of stuck having to create their own software what do you guys think about actually while we're creating their own software do you think this could be like the start of an ecosystem because i mean it's not just they're making the software for the phones because someone today actually made me realize that Huawei also have make laptops and those laptops run Windows and because Windows is owned by Microsoft and Microsoft is a US company, Microsoft no longer can sell licenses to Huawei for Windows. So basically now Huawei can't use Windows uh, or uh, or Android as well on their phones. So what do you guys think do you think Huawei's OS will be like very good and competitive, or will it end up being like Microsoft's, uh, like Windows OS on their phones, or kind of like I guess let's say Linux. Like Linux is not really that popular. What What do you guys think? I definitely think that uh, it, it'll give a bit of competition to other companies. Um, will it be as good as like let's say Windows or something? Probably not at first, but as time goes on, I think it'll be, um, if not the same, maybe even better. You yeah. know, I, I so I I just think that yeah, if if they do do their own software, you know, try not to get too many ideas off of it, but. I think that it it would be a good sort of competition, and if they added, uh, like you said, uh, an ecosystem, that would be, you know, it, it would add to the competition, and and you know a lot more people would um, like it. I think um, Huawei would get customers and all that, like a lot more customers. That's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, Nick, do you have any anything to add to that? And yeah, in my opinion, to be honest, um, what Huawei can do uh, realistically is just buy a minor OS that's in works right now. They can't they can't really just you know start their own ecosystem without taking you know it would be a very long process and they don't they're gonna lose their every customer down in America if, it, if they just rebuild um, an ecosystem. So we know we don't even know how many, you know, work in progress operating systems are there right now. It could be many. They could, they could just, you know, buy any one of them and then just build on that particular thing. I mean, if I were Huawei, that's what I would do. Yeah. 
Yeah, you were going to say something, Taylor? Yeah. No, 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 no. I was just agreeing. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, because, I mean, yes, is if Huawei can kind of build an ecosystem, yes, they ha they're starting from scratch, basically. But, like, apparently they've been working on a solution to Android for, like, the past few months in case this happened, which kind of, like, confirms that Huawei has been spying on their users and it was only a matter of time until, yeah. like, the U.S. found out. But, like, the thing is, they create their new software and everything, and they're, but they're still restricted because they can't sell in the U.S. So, like, their market in the U.S. is gone. Like, it's going to take a long time to, to, to get that back. Uh, but the problem is, like, the U.S. is one of the most powerful countries, if not the power most powerful country in the world. And everybody usually follows what the U.S. does. So if the U.S. puts a new law in place, usually Europe start, the EU starts following, and then other companies like Japan start following. And then it, 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 it kind of, like, spirals into a whole domino effect where every single country in the world basically starts stopping sales of Huawei phones, which could be very, very, very bad because right now they're only banned in the US, which they didn't really have that big of a market like to start with. But now it's kind of going to get worse because the US have blocked them. They're going to have other countries now start saying, no, we're not going to sell Huawei phones. But I mean, it doesn't really matter because Huawei's most of Huawei's market is in the is, is in China. So I guess they could still sell stuff there uh, to their heart's content. Uh, I mean, they still make a lot of money there. But yeah, uh, I mean, the I, I also just realized, just like while you guys were talking, Huawei doesn't only have to make a software for the, the computers and the phones. They also have to make a, new, a whole new software for their watches. So they're basically starting from scratch. They're basically kind of like the Apple of this Apple of the situation, uh, like the Apple of this situation. And like they, they, they have to like rebuild everything like they, it's almost as if the U.S. just, like, destroyed, went into their, the Huawei town, like, there's a town called Huawei, and, like, it gets bombed or something, they have to start all over. Like, they, they have the products with a lot of missing components, and, like, they have to rebuild those components, and then they have to build the U.S. Anyway, do, do you guys have any last thoughts you want to you wanna share before we move on? I mean, I would just like to add that even if, um, just saying, if Huawei success, you know, they, they get the success with the new OS, would we trust them with their phones, with their OS? Because with Google, we realize like, that you is know, true. It's Google. We know it's that good. We know it's you know. That, yeah. But it's, if it's Huawei, their OS, they're like they're already spying on us. Now this time, are they like taking everything more than that? You know. That is true. Yeah, because Android does have its own form of security, and Huawei and Huawei's kind of blocked from some of that. And now, if Huawei go ahead and create their own OS, they have full control so they can do more damage. I see, I see your point, yeah. Taylor, do you have anything else to add or, sh or shall we move on to the next topic? No, um, you guys can move on. Okay. So, next thing is another, it's another Huawei story. Uh, basically, Huawei just uh, released the Honor 20, which is kind of weird timing, like they released it today, I think it, were, it was yesterday. Or something like that. And basically, it's a mid-range smartphone by Honor, who's a sub-brand of Huawei. Uh, the Honor 20 Pro, and it's got, like, flagship specs with a mid-range price. That's, like, the what it says here on The Verge. Kind of looks uh, like the, the P30 Pro. Um, yeah. It's got, it has a pretty good camera. Like, I'm looking at some camera samples here, and they look pretty good. What do you guys think about this phone? Like, how do you think... 
like Huawei is even going to sell this. Do you think they will sell this to, to customers or will it just flop because of what's what's going on? I mean, to be honest, most of the people don't even know what's going on anyway in in America. Um, I don't know how the environment is down there, um, like how everyone's reacting to this news, how big this news has even gotten, because we as geeks, we know about the stuff because, you know, we're always just looking for stuff. But the average person, he doesn't know how, what Huawei is doing. So, you know, he sees the specs, he sees like, oh, um, they've got nice cameras, they've got the um, the flagship cameras that they were called in this mid-range phone, they've got the specs, and then he would probably just buy this phone to anything like a Pixel 3a. He'd probably prefer this one because of the camera. And I don't true. know, that's kind of subjective, because well, uh, Pixel mean, is known for the camera, right? I mean, yeah, I, I, I see your point, because it's got more than one camera on, like, the Pixel 3a, and, like, Huawei and Honor have been known for making some of the best smartphone cameras on the market. Right. Uh, but, I mean, Google still seems to be, like, the king of smartphone cameras, even though, like, I don't really agree with that because their video quality is absolutely horrendous. And, like, adding to that, the audio quality is absolutely horrendous for video. So, right. I, I see why somebody will want to buy the, the Honor. And also because it's got more cameras, people think, oh, more cameras equals better quality. Like, that's that's usually what happens. And exactly. If, Keep if this somebody... in mind that this is a mid-range phone, not for... So, people buying this wouldn't necessarily know the reputation of Huawei. They, you know. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Because they, they, would be, they would have the Pixel 3a starting at $400 or however much it is. And they've got the, 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 the Honor 20 Pro, which I guess, I mean, this is uh, pretty much the same price, at, no, actually the exact same price, I think, as the 3A. This is basically targeted to people who are who don't want to spend as much as uh, as they would spend on like, uh, what, like an iPhone 10 or 10S or whatever. This yeah. is for people who just want a phone that works, that's like affordable, but still has really, really good specs. And I mean, this won't be available in the US, of course, because Honor and Huawei don't sell phones right. in the US anymore. So, uh, but for people here in the UK, I can I see Honor phones everywhere. I see Honor and Huawei phones everywhere, sir. So this this could be a very very good like entry and I guess an iPhone killer a little bit. Um, yeah, what, what were we gonna say, Taylor? No, um, I mean yeah. Um, from what I from what I can see, it's a pretty um good quality phone. Um. I mean, but as you said, it, here in the U.S., we don't have it, but um, I, I personally think it would be selling well, for you guys at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, apparently, it's launched in India today. It's expected to launch in India today. So, as an octa-core processor, I'm kind of curious to know exactly what processor, because I don't think they have said what processor okay. it actually has here. Um, it runs Android 9, so that's that's pretty good. Pretty recent. It has a headphone jack, apparently. Well, this wow. review said it didn't. <laughs> okay, that, that's that's interesting. Um, it's It doesn't have... Huh, this is interesting. It doesn't actually have a Qualcomm processor. It has a HI Silicon Crind something. I think this is Huawei's, uh, Huawei's own processors. So I guess we'll have to wait and see how this how this phone performs. Right. 
I just also read that this phone uh, will be updated to run Fortnite at 60 FPS, so I'm like, wow. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. That means it must have a pretty good processor. I mean, it has six gigs of yeah, RAM, exactly. so it can probably handle the the whole thing. Right. So I'm really confused here, because this review says that there's a USB-C port for charging, but unfortunately there's no headphone jack, and then I go to the specs, and it says audio jack 3.5 millimeter. This is really confusing. Like, does it have one or does it not have one? Well, let's let's just go with it doesn't have one, so then you, it doesn't get people's hopes up or low, however however you look at it. But yeah, do you guys have any like last minute like thoughts and opinions on this on on this phone? I mean, not like you can't say much about this phone because you know it has, it isn't like out yet and nobody has yeah. reviewed it, so it's it's you can't say much about this. Yeah. True, yeah. true. That's true. I mean, it looks promising, I'm, I must say. It definitely looks like it's. Uh, it could be a hole in the From the hardware point, it looks, it looks very good. But, you know, because of the recent events, like we talked, um, no, not that good right. on, that, on that point of view, right? Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, moving on. Moving, okay. Anyway, moving on to the next story here. This is actually... Pretty scary for people who love DJI drones. Uh, well, the US may be doing the exact same thing they did to Huawei. Apparently, DJI have been selling their information to the Chinese government. Why does everybody like sell their information to the Chinese government? Like, seriously. And I found out today, I found out today that um, DJI is actually Chinese. And I thought it was a US company. So, this is pretty weird. So they've been sending uh, stuff back to China and uh, it's kind of created a whole thing and it looks like DJI are the next company to be taken down. What do you guys think? I mean, drones and linking to China information, it's, it all looks very sketchy. And I, I mean, I'm not someone who's a huge fan of drones, but like... There's really, like, I think China is very much interested in America, breaking down America with all this information. So, yeah. And I think Definitely. Trump is not very happy about that. And, like, because it doesn't make sense, right? You don't, you shouldn't do that. It's very unethical. But we only see how this goes down. And right now, it's his rumor. You can't really, you know, say, like, they would be, like, taking DJI down. So let's see how this goes. Yeah, I really yeah. hope they don't do it. Like, please don't kill DJI. DJI is such a cool company. They make some of the best, they make, if not the best drones on the market. So I really hope. Really yeah, hope definitely. I mean, yeah. By, by what I'm looking at right now, that they, um, they, and I've, I've seen DJI uh, drones before. And they do look cool. And I mean, um, they do record well. I don't, um, I don't see anything like wrong with it, and I I, I hope that they. Hang on, I'm I'm like reading and and talking at the same time. Um, I, I I hope that they don't go down because of all this. I mean, what what does uh, all of this like? What what are these people gaining from all of this selling and our information to? I mean, I guess money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
Like, I look mean, at yeah, Huawei. They, they make really cheap phones. Huawei make really, really cheap phones. How do they make right. money? Yeah, well, yeah, they spy on users, so that's, right. that's basically how it's, they make money. But like yeah. DJI isn't one of those companies. I don't think it's, DJI is one of those companies that goes and behind your back spies on you and sends like flight information not. to. I don't think they're they're, they're they're that kind of company. I think they're because right. like their drones are really expensive. Like, why would they need to make a little extra cash on the side if they're already like a multi whatever million or billion dollar company? Definitely. So there's no reason to do that. But I mean, if they do. Then, DJI, please stop before um, please. They'll, they'll use they'll they'll do the same thing. Yeah. So, so do you guys have any 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 last things to add, or shall we move on to the to the next next thing? I'd say move on. All right. So next up here is Pixel Four. Yes, people are already talking about the Google Pixel Four. The the next phone in the nightmare of phones lineup thing. Uh, so apparently the Pixel 4 renders look so much better than the iPhone 11, which, which honestly I do I must say they do look pretty good. Apparently it's gonna have a dual camera on the back. So whatever happened to no need, uh, Google. And I mean I guess it kind of does look better than the iPhone 11. It has it still has that kind of like pixel-ish design. It has a Hole punch in the display. It has no chin from these renders, which looks really, really dope. And yeah, it looks like a, it, it may be a good phone. Like, I mean, this is their fourth attempt at making a good phone. And like the first three have basically failed uh, one worse yeah, than the other. Uh, but like, what do you guys think about the Pixel 4? Do you think it'll succeed? Do you think this design may be something that kind of like, changes your mind i guess on on google products uh let let the let the people know what do you guys think well in my opinion i'm seeing the render right now uh, from the back and it, it's very reminiscent of an iphone 7 plus and i'm thinking Just gonna people say are saying that um it's uh, it yeah. looks like it looks better than iphone 11 so are they saying they love the iphone 7 plus design because it's like you know it's kind of moving back Right, and they, and Google is like, no, we're just going to use one camera, one camera. <laughs> They've got two cameras, right now, and yeah. But they're so funny so, when they when they say, oh, uh, two cameras, no need, and then like the next year they just exactly. add a, a camera to the front. They're like, and we're not really adding it to the back, are we? <laughs> and then now they just go ahead and add it. They're like, yeah, whatever, guys, just do it. And also when they said when they made fun of Apple for removing the headphone jack, they were like, our phone still has a headphone jack. And then they remove it a year, a year later. What, like, seriously, do, does the R&D department talk with the uh, marketing department or anything? It's like they don't even communicate. No. Like, seriously. Yeah, they don't. So it does. It's... My Siri just activated. Oh, stop! I don't want to talk to you! Go away. <laughs> Every time I say something with an S, it usually turns on. I don't know why. Okay. Apple is spying on us, guys. That's guys, App Apple is spying on us. <laughs> they're, they're, they're getting they're getting banned yeah, from real. they're they're getting banned from China for espionage. <laughs> they kind of like payback, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're we're going off topic here. <laughs> no, I we'll cut that off. I personally, if they went with this design, I I would um attempt to 
maybe buy it and, and make a video on it. But, I mean, it, it this kind of looks like the iPhone 10, iPhone 7 look. Like, the front kind of looks like the iPhone 10 with, you know, the full screen. And when you turn it over, it looks like the iPhone 7. Like, um, that's just confusing. I'd call this... Confusing. I would call it. <laughs> I would call this a. Uh, if the iPhone Seven Plus and the S Ten Plus had a baby, this would this is what it would look like. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it look, right. it's, yeah. it's like Google. Google went to to see Apple and they're like, hmm, let's see what the best camera design was. Oh, everybody loved the Seven Plus. Let's just yeah, add exactly. this in. Let's see who, who what's right. the best display on the market. Oh, okay, uh, th this one from uh, from Samsung. Let's just throw this. In. It's like they just took ideas and they just threw it into one phone. But I think Google could really succeed with this phone because I don't know if you guys saw Google I/O. I think Taylor, you did. Yeah, I I'm did. not sure about Nick, but like they've been yeah, killing it. They've been killing it with the software game lately. Like they the Damn. stuff they've been doing with Google Assistant is absolutely insane. Like the fact that now you don't even need to touch your phone to I'd use agree. it. You could just say, open this, uh, phone this person, do this, do that. All of this, like, AI stuff is next next level. Like, I think Google can really, if they nail the hardware, people are going to buy this phone like crazy. Like, people, I will actually consider, like, trying Android out properly if if this ends up being a thing. Like, the, the renders look really good. But, 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 let's, guys, let, let's not get our hopes up. Remember, this is Google. Remember what they did last year? They were like, oh, I look. Know, right? We're Pixel Ultra looks nice, doesn't it? Oh, no, it doesn't exist. We're no. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. This is what it actually looks like. And there's it's like a whole monstrosity of a phone. I, I hope they don't pull a Google 2018 on us again. That would be absolutely horrible. Like, that would literally... Yeah. Uh, people would have mental breakdowns over that. Yeah. Including MKBHD. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway... Just imagine he's like, oh, yes, this is the perfect phone. And then he's like, no, it's not. Because, I mean, they, they could they could just release the phone and it's like perfect. It looks perfect. It looks like this. And then it has screen burning after like three days of use or it has camera issues or overheating issues or like maybe like something breaks easily. Anyway, what, what do you guys have any last thoughts on, on the Pixel 4 before, uh, before we move on here? I mean, I'd want to say, I want to add this part that... Um... Like when you mentioned that you can't, that you can open apps without even touching your phone. Um, I'd say Google actually copied Apple there because, you know, um, on your Apple Watch, you can basically, you know, you can talk to Siri without even saying those words and it can mm. do stuff, right? So I think but I they mean, just looked at that. I see your point, but the thing is like the, the, the pixel, what it does is, uh, is it actually moves stuff on the screen. So if I were to tell my, my watch right now to turn on, do not disturb, it wouldn't, it would show me the control center. If I did it on my phone, if I went on my phone and I said, take a selfie, for example, it would have to open the camera app and then you would have to tap the oh, button. Yeah, right. It wouldn't automatically do it. So I, I think the whole thing with Google is they want to make life easier and they want to make you like not even interact with the phone at all. Like you don't have to touch it or anything. You just say, take exactly. a selfie. It gives you a three second timer. It takes a selfie, take a video, starts recording right away, all that good stuff. So it's, it, I see where you're going, but it's, a, it's kind of like that, but more advanced Yeah. with the, with the, the Google Assistant. Right, I'd agree with that. Yeah, Which I think is is definitely a very very cool thing. Like I, when I was watching W, uh, not WWDC, that's next week, um, or week after. 
when I was watching Google I.O., I was like, this is next level stuff. I can, I really want to try a pixel just to try this feature. Like that's, that's the only reason why I would try a pixel for that. Yeah. But I mean, Definitely. what Google has been doing with, I mean, you Google see my, this, they're good. I mean, you, you saw my, my, my you saw my tweets, you know, I, I loved uh, everything that they did software wise. And my, my question to you, how, what do you think Apple could do to uh, compete with this? That's a great question. Yeah. I'm just saying the integration with um, the software and Siri, at this point, you, got, you can, they took it to the next level, a bit next level with the, with the Siri shortcuts. But, you know, if they do, if they take inspiration from Google and do something like them with Siri, then it would just... You know, just kill Google Assistant. Yeah, I mean, I think I think something that like I do I personally don't really like about Siri shortcuts is that unlike like I think Google has a similar feature to Siri shortcuts, but it's more it's like automatic um, because like right now Siri shortcuts to make a Siri shortcut work you have to go in and tap on the thing and also creating a Siri shortcut isn't the easiest thing. So I guess they kind of did take a step in the right direction last year with Siri shortcuts. They showed, us, they showed us that you can do more stuff on your phone. But I think if the way Apple can like really surpass Google with this is they if they give Siri a full overhaul, like come up with some sort of like Siri 2.0, give it a new voice, give it a new look, add extra features, make us do what we can do with a Google Assistant and maybe even what we could do with Google Duplex. Like, maybe not that far, because, like, Google Duplex probably took years of, of like, uh, research and stuff. But, I mean, Google... Uh, Apple did hire Google... The Google Assistant's, like, head oh, manager yeah. guy. So, he's been there for about a year now. So, I don't know what he's been doing this past year, but I have a feeling, like, at WWDC, Siri will at least get a little bit of, like... A, 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 a performance boost or a productivity boost. I really um, hope so. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> whether it be right. like understanding you better or doing more stuff with your phone, like I really hope they at least improve Siri a little bit. Like if they if they improved it a little bit, I would have hope. If they don't even talk, touch Siri, I'm like, yeah, Siri's dead. We're not even going to talk about it anymore. Right, yeah. Just, just get the Google Assistant on there and just call it a day. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just make iPhones with uh, Google phones or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just, just add Google Assistant and then refine. Yeah. Just, just implement the app and in, 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 replace Siri with Google Assistant. Just port the app over. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, moving on. We've got another Android topic to talk about. And then we'll get into Apple stuff, guys. Don't worry. If you're here for Apple stuff, then... We'll get into that in, in in a minute. OnePlus Seven Pro. So I've I've talked with Taylor about this um, on a couple of live streams, I think, uh, maybe one or two. <clears throat> OnePlus Seven Pro uh, got released. I think it was last yeah last week. Reviewers have already been reviewing them this past week. People have been getting them. Everybody's saying it's the best Android smartphone. It's a great phone, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Doesn't have wireless charging. Doesn't have an IP rating. It has its flaws. But I personally think this is a really good competitor to like uh, a Samsung phone or a Google Pixel. What, like, what what do you guys think about this? What do you guys think about the OnePlus Seven Pro? Ten, I I I, first. I have mixed emotions about it. Um, I think it looks like a good phone. 
I just think that if it had wireless charging and IP rating, I think it would be even better. I mean, if you if you want to compete with making phones look, um, you know, going to the future, then I, I, I would think that's something that they should have done. And I, that's one thing that makes me not want to get something like this. I mean, that's just me, you know, cause I'm, I, I'm a person where, you know, I, I'm getting into the future, you know, I like to, um, use wireless charging and right. all that kind of capability and to have a phone that all of a sudden doesn't have that is just like so what's the point like yeah okay it's a cheaper phone yeah you know uh, there's um yeah it's a cheaper phone but if you want to step up and go to the future, how are you doing that? You know what I mean? I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, you have a very good point. Because, I mean, all phones right now, like every single smartphone on the market, like flagship-wise, has wireless charging. Even some of the mid-range ones do. So, like, it, and how expensive is it to just add two charging coils in there? Like, seriously, it's such a simple piece of equipment that probably costs you like 30 cents or even less you just have to put that in there the the, the phone already has a glass back the phone already has pro- probably has enough space for it why why don't you just add wireless charging and call it a day i don't care about water resistance it, okay it's already relatively water resistant so i guess the ip rating is fine with not having it but the fact that it doesn't have wireless charging is kind of a deal breaker for a lot of people. When here in the UK, for £10 extra, you can get the S10e, which yes, may not be as good a phone as the OnePlus 7 Pro, but it has wireless charging and it's £10 more expensive. Anyway, do you have any, any thoughts, Nick? What I think about the phone is like, when you just market a phone as a pro phone, as they were calling, um, you would expect to have wireless charging that's what I wanted to add and um, what I think about the phone is like I love the phone everything about that but it doesn't have a sustain you know it doesn't have like a sustainable battery like from all I've heard is that people are not getting the best battery out of it and when you call it a pro phone like it's got to have a a huge battery an all-day battery that's like it's got to be there right and um I mean, you can get used to it with um, IP ratings. Nobody cares much about that anyway. Um, but, yeah, all i got to say is that, yeah, the, the wireless charging thing has to, you know, it should be there. Because in 2019, if you don't have wireless charging and you call this a pro phone, then I don't really think it really lives up to the name of being a pro phone. That's exactly my yeah, point. Yeah, you, you have a really good point, yeah. That's, exa- That's a really good point. Yeah. Didn't really think of it that way. Yeah. I mean, it has everything else that a pro phone would have. Like, it has fast charging, really fast charging. It has all of these other features. It has a pro display. It has a pro camera. Well, I guess kind of a pro camera because some people have been complaining about that. And the battery life as well. But, like, it is it is a pretty good phone, and but it's missing. It's, like, so close to being the 
a great phone. It still is a great phone, but it, it could be even better if it just added wireless charging and made the battery life a little bit better, made the cameras that little bit better. It would be a, a way better phone. Anyway, do you guys have any last last minute thoughts or, or move on? I'd say no. that um, I love... Go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. So, yeah, I was saying that um, I wish Apple could take the 90 hertz refresh rate from OnePlus and... You know, maybe, maybe we could see that on, on iPhone 11. And um, other than that, I don't think, um, like, this phone is um, software-wise, it's as good as it should be. But with the hardware, with, you know, the retraction camera, uh, when it falls, it just closes on its own. That's very cool. So physically, it is. it might be the most attractive phone. But um, the software side, with stuff like that, you know, um, you need a bigger battery. You need a wireless. You need wireless charging. So I just, I just want to criticize with that. Otherwise, it's, it is truly. A oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. even even Oxygen OS, Oxygen OS is excellent. It's like the closest Android experience you can get to like iOS. I think. Do you have any last last uh, thoughts, Taylor, or should we move on? Um, I mean, this is kind of like um, not. But I think that if Apple would were to make something like this with with the pop up camera, I think that would be even better. Um, I can't say for the IP rating, but I think it would be a cool design. Again, um, talking about the wireless charging and IP rating, I think that's one thing that um, OnePlus should be looking into because honestly it's not a phone of the future if it doesn't have those two things as i said yeah you know completely agree sweet so moving on to apple stuff finally you're probably thinking finally these guys just stopped talking about stupid android <laughs> right. the good stuff so Apple today, the news is just in from a couple of hours ago as of recording this podcast. Uh, Apple just dropped some new 8-core MacBook Pros. And they're basically the first ever 8-core MacBook Pros and the fastest Mac notebook ever. I would honestly be um, kind of like mad if it weren't the fastest MacBook ever. But... It's got 8th eighth, eighth and 9th generation Intel Core processors. Uh, they've got 40% more performance than the 6-core MacBook Pro, making it the fastest MacBook ever, of course. Um, it's got a super fast SSD, the T2, T2 chip, all the battery life, of course, all the good like MacBook Pro features you get. Design-wise, it looks the same. Uh, they've got, it's got 4.7 gigahertz processor or something like that, or five, no, sorry, 5.0 gigahertz on the 15 inch model. And apparently it's like, yeah, it's powerful. It's a new spec bump. Not exactly what we were hoping to get. And, but by the way, these aren't cheap. I've just looked at the price here and apparently it starts at $1,800 for 13 inch and, uh, $2,400 for and twenty four hundred for the fifteen. It's Apple that at this is point. <laughs> really expensive, considering like what the MacBook Pros start at right now, which is like twelve hundred. <laughs> this is insane. They it it better be good. 
Like they, and apparently they've also fixed the keyboard issues with this. So if they haven't fixed the keyboard issues, Apple, what on earth are you doing selling a $1,700 uh, MacBook when it has the exact same problems as last year's? Anyway, what do you guys think about the the, the new MacBook Pros? Are too expensive, or um, or do you think they're good? They're going to be good. Personally, I I think it's a little bit expensive, but again, I like I said, it's Apple. Honestly, you can't really expect anything less out of that. But uh, spec wise, I I think that's pretty good. I think that they uh, did a good job. Did you have anything to? Okay, so what I think, what I think about this particular MacBook is that um, yes, it's a bit pricey. Well, yeah. it it is very pricey, by the way. Um, but it's the Apple tax, as people call it. You got to pay. And the good thing is that it's because it's a core processor. You can't, you know, it's you're gonna, you know, it's gonna last for a couple down years round down the road, right? So. With the price, with all that, uh, with, the, with the specs and all, you get that, you get that trust that, that this is a machine that I can use for possibly three, four, even five years without any single problem. So when you, when you look at that, then it's like, it kind of justifies the whole price. That's true too. Yeah. 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 And I mean, and I mean, I, I think I've said this in a, in a, one of my live streams, you are paying for what you're getting. Yeah. Pretty much. For sure. So like if you, if you were to buy like a cheap laptop, you would uh, that breaks after a couple of months. I mean, you paid for that, so yeah. Yeah, you, exactly. You get, you get what you exactly. pay for. Yeah, I I agree. And like I've never really had any bad experiences with with uh, like MacBooks and stuff. They've always been really good. Like I've I've got the 2016 MacBook Pro right now, and like the keyboard doesn't even have issues. I don't know why so many people are like, oh, it's got issues. You're gonna have you're gonna have to go to Apple next month because your keyboard's broken. Uh, and like this is secondhand, and it's been. It's been fine for the past, like, what, three years or something when it came out? Uh, and, I mean, now that they've fixed the butterfly keys, I hope they fix the butterfly keys. Um, I think a lot, of more, a lot more people will be interested in buying this. And, of course, it's pricey, yes, but think about all the things you can do with it. If you buy this as for, like, college or something, then maybe it's not really that worth that like worth the price you may want to go for macbook air if if you just need it for like documents and stuff but if you're someone like me and you're a youtuber and you need to make youtube videos and you want like the best machine you can get that's portable and stuff then this is a great option like i will pay it will literally pay for itself like i i bought final cut pro a few years ago and yes it was expensive back then but when i bought it i thought of it as an investment because it's 300 dollars, so it's not it's not a cheap software, but like over the years, I've well overpaid for it. Like I, I've paid it back completely. And the same goes with a MacBook. If you're going to buy a MacBook this expensive, you're probably, you're probably hoping to, to make that money back with, with whatever you need the, the, the MacBook for. Uh, but anyway, do you guys have any, any other thoughts? No, no, I think you pretty much covered that. <laughs> No, be it. Anyway, moving on, keyboard replacement program, the keyboard replacement program for the butterfly keys that was on the 2016 and 2017 MacBook Pros uh, has now been extended to newer MacBook Pros and MacBook Airs. So if you buy a 2018-2019, if you buy a 2018 MacBook Pro and it ends up having keyboard issues with the butterfly keys, 
they will replace it for free. Same goes with the MacBook Air. So anyway, let's move on to the next topic here. We've got iPhone XR colors apparently have leaked. Apparently, well, iPhone XR, I mean, iPhone 11R colors, sorry. Uh, they've leaked apparently, and they're completely different from th this year's iPhone XR colors. Uh, I don't know if this leak is legit or not. I hope it's not because these colors look absolutely horrendous. Uh, they're basically, basically they've got this white color. They've got kind of like a, a purplish color. They've got a greenish and then like a sand color as well. And then of course they have the standard black and white. Um, do you, are you guys, uh, have you guys seen these, uh, th these colors? And what, um, what do you think I think that, you know, some people were very complaining about a green iPhone 10 also. Um, and some people were like, yeah, coral is very, um, they love the coral, right? And then, so it's going to upset some, some people are going to love this. So, I mean, you're going to, at every one point, if you change something, you're going to face backlash anyway. So, uh, what I think is that with the 11R in general, they're like adding a second camera to this phone. So, um, I don't think... Like, I would believe this phone would blow up this time, because this time no one's going to talk about this. No, but let's, let's, yeah. let's please hope it's not literally, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's hope it doesn't blow up literally. I hope not. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, keep, that's what keep, I want to say, right? Um, I can't say um, that I hate the colors, because, you know, I, I wouldn't buy the new colors anyway, but... Um, it's nice to have an option now that you've got new colors now. So, you know, there's Apple, Apple market this time. Like, oh yeah, we've bought these two new colors this time. So you never know. Yeah. I just hope they add the colors and they don't just remove the ones they have now because that, that was, that, that, that were some of the rumors that they were going to replace the yeah. coral and the blue, I the that too. purple and the green. But like, I hate this green. I don't know why. I don't know who would buy a green in this shade. Like I, I personally don't like it. Same with a purple. I would like like yeah. a, a a brighter color. Uh, but anyway, what 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 were you gonna say, Taylor? No, I I, I agree with you with the, with the green, uh, especially with the green. I think that. I mean, either to be honest, make it a little darker honest, or not. Know, like, anything at all. Knows this stuff. <laughs> like as they say, iPhone ten eyes. Is a best in iPhone, right? So they're like, they know yeah. this stuff. They know what colors they're selling. So they might have just done an analysis and they might be wondering that, okay, Coral is not selling as much. So maybe we can change the colors this time, whatever. So, you know, it's a new thing. They might, they might succeed with this. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the blue, I, I think the blue is one of the mo more common ones, which I don't know why they're removing that one. Uh, I would have removed maybe the yellow instead of the, the blue, but I guess blue and purple are kind of the same-ish. Like, the, the blue we have now is more of a baby blue, and this, this purple is kind of a little bit, is kind of similar. But I, I'm just looking at one of the renders here. It actually, actually, the green doesn't yeah. look too bad. It's kind of like a mint green, and then the purple is kind of like a lavender. So... I mean, I guess we'll have to see how, as you said, Apple knows the market. They know which ones sold, which ones didn't sell, which colors people really want. I mean, green was definitely right. something that a lot of people wanted. Same with the purple. Definitely. So I, I, I guess we'll, we'll finally be getting, um, 
what what uh, a lot of people wished for. And of course, there's still the controversy be- behind the camera design. I honestly don't mind it. This actually looks pretty, I, pretty unique. I honestly, wa- I honestly was going to mention that. Um, I do like the design. I'm hearing... Uh, it doesn't look like it, it is here, but I'm hearing that the camera lens is, is going to be a little bit tinted. How do you guys feel about that? Like, would that matter to you like, guys? Well, I mean, I don't... I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't use my phone backwards. Yeah, neither do I. Yeah. Right. So, so I, I, I'm not going to really notice. Like, of course, sometimes exactly. I look exactly. at the back of the phone... But, like, you're not really going to be staring at it all day. So if it's a little bit of a different shade or whatever, I don't really mind it. Like, it's... But even if you do, you don't look, you it doesn't the look ugly, you don't to be honest. Like, it looks good, in my opinion. It's like, I'm I'm okay with this. I wouldn't be, like, sad at the end of the day if I with this. And even if I stare at my phone 24-7 from the backwards, like, I wouldn't mind it. Because, you know, it just... I think it's... Very pleasing, in my opinion. I don't know. It's very subjective at this point. People have been very, you know, very criticizing of this particular design, and um, I just think it looks better. Cause like, um, I have a, f- I have a feeling it'll grow. Yeah, on me too. As well. And I would, I would say it might actually um, affect the eleven sales. Yeah. I mean, it's got dual exactly. cameras now. It's cheaper. I really hope, though, they're going to be making it cheaper than seven fifty because we've got we've got companies like Google now and Samsung making like the flagship phone with lesser features and kind of like pricing it at mid range. Um, well, apart from of course the the Pixel three A, which is kind of like a another a whole other category. But like, I I'd be interested to see if Apple dropped the price to like. 700 i think a lot of people would really really want to buy this phone like if they just dropped it by 50 because then people went to see the s10e and then they see this phone and they're like oh wait the the iphone 10r is cheap uh the 11r is cheaper it's got it's got better specs it's got right. two cameras which is what the other phone has it has face idea has apple whatever the ios a lot of people would would probably buy this if it were just a little bit cheaper yeah i would agree with that but it's yeah, Apple, so definitely. I'm expecting this to be more expensive. It's Apple, so yeah, yeah, that's starting true at too. Seven ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. I could just imagine them starting at seven ninety nine. That would be a shot in the foot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it is Apple, and you never know. But it depends on like what they use for uh, for the build of the phone too you know yeah uh, yeah so uh, well, it's a waiting game at this point but yeah yeah <laughs> dead air what okay. happened <laughs> <laughs> anyway let, let's talk a little bit about like the future of iphones i'm not talking like the long-term future like oh we're, are we gonna still have iphones in 10 years uh, i'm talking about like what what do you guys think like later on this year how do you think these new iphones will sell um and what do you think apple can kind of do to stand out from 
uh, Samsung, from OnePlus, and what what do you think can like set them aside from from all the rest? Uh, like what what can they do this year to to do that? I mean, this is just me thinking. One thing that I would think maybe lose. A, what do you, what do you guys think about this? Um, would they keep or um get rid of the charging port? I don't think they'll do it this year. I think they'll within the next five years they will, but I don't think it's kind of like time right now to 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 get rid of it. I I don't know what you think, Nick. Yeah, I don't think it, they would do that even right now because, like, it would be like, it would be very hard to actually um, compensate what you can do with, um, you know, and with a charging port, for example. And I don't think, like, as of now, we even have a technology where you can, um, you know, sync your phone without a charging port. Um, but I know it's in their plans. But, you know, I don't, I don't see it happening this year. I mean, I've heard that they were going to get rid of the um, charging port before. I don't, honestly, I don't, I, personally, yeah, uh, would I like to see it happen? Yeah, in the future, but I don't think it's going to happen yet. Um, I've heard that they were going to... I mean, everybody's heard this, that they were going to be changing to USB-C. Honestly, I think that it would be better just to get rid of it altogether rather than changing it to USB-C. Or USB just keep C. lightning. But that's just me. I would just keep lightning. Yeah, exactly. Or keep, yeah. Just or ship, keep, a, ship a fast yeah, charger in the yeah. box or USB-C to USB-A. That'd uh, be perfect. Uh, exactly. And we're good. Exactly. That, that, that's another thing. Because lightning port is like, it's an identity of an iPhone, and that is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what that's makes a, it stand out. That's another things. thing. Give us, give us a ten watt charger or even more. Give us something better because having the five watt charger for how long have we had it already? I think since the original I mean, iPhone. It, it's yeah, time exactly. for a step up. Literally since the original iPhone. If it, it's time for a step up, it's really time for, for a step sure. up. I'd agree. Sure. I mean, how much more will it cost them to just ship a fast charger that has 10 watts extra, like 15 watts? That's all we need. I guess we'll have to redesign the box, yeah. but come on, Johnny Ive. You've, you've you designed phones every day. You, you can't redesign a flipping box? Like, come on. Honestly, I was thinking, um, and it's kind of, I can't say sad to say, but it's like, Kind of crazy, but I was thinking even adding the AirPods versus the um, EarPods mm -hmm. with the wire. I honestly, I think that that generation has gone. Um, but if, if you really think about it, including the AirPods and a new um, charger, how much would we be uh, paying for this phone? Yeah, it's you probably know, going to be more expensive. But, but. It, it is something... Yeah, but it is something that I think would change um, the future, you know, as time goes on. I think that having this would um, bring more customers, you know. Because a lot... I mean, a lot of people don't even use... 
be honest with me. Do you guys even use the the ear pods that come with the box? Because I yep. don't. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, 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 actually, I think actually, that's one thing actually, that Actually, mine got stolen, so I don't even have them anymore. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> there, there, there's that. I mean, I don't use it except uh, for recording this podcast because I'm using that right now. So, yeah. I mean, they do sound better than AirPods, like the mic. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Sounds better than AirPods. It's like the yeah. AirPods sounds very distorted, I guess, a little bit. And then, like, it's... It, yeah, they're two different microphones or two different... Yeah. But I, I think if Apple were to ship AirPods in the box... Even if they price the phone a little bit more expensive, like maybe fifty to a hundred dollars, I think people would still like if it had a fast charger in the box. If it had AirPods in the box, people would be like grabbing those things off the shelves like crazy. Because yeah. I mean, what what exactly. other phones on the market are there right now that ship with Bluetooth headphones? Uh, and, and let yes, the Galaxy S10 kind of does, but like let. Let's not count that. I mean, like, in the box. Like, you unbox the phone and the, right, yeah. the AirPods are in there. I think if Apple if Apple stepped in that direction, like, they would be... They would... A lot of people would probably buy the iPhone because it comes with AirPods already. And they don't have to buy a separate pair of exactly. Air earbuds. Because, I mean, na- nowadays... Exactly. I mean, a lot of people really I mean, like it. I mean, so. nowadays we have a lot of, like, companies. Google, until recently. And we've also got uh, OnePlus... They don't even ship headphones, like, period. Yep. They don't ship headphones in the box, period. You have to buy them separately. Mm. So, yeah. if Apple were to put AirPods in... Like, already they ship with Lightning AirPods, which a lot of companies don't do that. If they shipped wireless headphones, that's a whole next... Le- that's that's taking things to the next level. But with that, you increase the price as well, right? So, yeah. people even complain, like, yeah, 999 is actually very... Um, it's very expensive for someone to buy a phone at thousand bucks, for example. And then if you increase, if you even increase that, then people might even think that it's not even worth it at this point. Yeah, but I mean, if you get yeah. if you get a lot of extras in the box, people are probably like, uh, yeah, maybe this is a good idea. Because I mean, we've been hearing rumors that the Galaxy Note Ten is gonna be like fifteen hundred dollars or something. And like that, that already like the Galaxy phones already come with a good amount of stuff in the box. Like they come with a fast charger. They come with pretty good headphones. Like they're wired, of course, but they still do come with headphones. AKG. Uh, they they come with a, with other adapters and stuff. The amount of stuff you get in a in a Galaxy S10 box compared to an iPhone is like it's not even a it's not even fair. Like the iPhone only comes with a small uh, peasant charging brick and a cable. And then, of course, there's Apple stickers, but, like, not everybody uses those. So, if if they added AirPods in the box and a fast charger, I think they would definitely, like, definitely, um... That would be a whole game changer. Like, I think a lot of people, a lot more people would buy it. Yeah. Anyway, this kind of, what we're talking about right now kind of ties into the, the next thing we wanted to talk about. Uh, Apple basically has a... Uh, has taken the play, uh, third place in the Fortune 500 uh, rank of companies. Uh, and, like, they used to be number one, so now they're number three. Uh, and, like, I guess with, with what we've been talking about here about the future of iPhones, how, how Apple can, like, stand out, I think if they did implement what we just said, they would, like, take spot of number one. But I, I kind of wanted to add something myself uh, to, the, to the whole conversation, 
what if Apple, like seeming as all a lot of companies like Google now uh, are making like lower end budget phones, like under the $500 range. Do you guys think Apple could kind of like come up with a app, like, I guess an iPhone XR, like take an iPhone XR, make it a little bit smaller screen, maybe S10e size screen, uh, put in an older processor, put in maybe not as much RAM as the flagship, make a put in a, an older camera or something and kind of make it like under $500. Do you think that could kind of like, I guess, outweigh the balance between Apple and some other companies? Or do you think that they would just like stay as, as they are uh, right now and like not sell that phone? It would definitely affect them, man. I mean, like every other major brand has a budget phone, which is one of the reasons why it sells so much in a, in lower markets like Asia and you got, um, you know, maybe anywhere. And even in America, I see like mo a lot of people actually prefer those budget models and they go for mid-range phone, for example. And if Apple, they do their version of a mid-range, then, you know, people are going to be like, okay, yeah, well, comparing to the other brands, if there's an Apple they got the reputation and I, sure. I I don't I don't think anyone would prefer anything else. Yeah, for sure. What do you think, Taylor? Yeah, definitely. No, I I, I definitely agree. I mean, j just throw throw in like some older specs. Kind of do what what Google did with the 3A. Yes, they've got the best. It still has the exact same camera as the Pixel 3, but it has a lower resolution screen. It has a uh, it has it still has a headphone jack. It's made out of plastic. Kind of like what Apple did with the iPhone 5C, but instead of like an iPhone 5C, they would have a bit, bit more like premium materials, like maybe not a glass back, but maybe make it a, like a high, pla like a high quality plastic. Like they did do that with a with the iPhone 5C, that was below five hundred dollars, and I think Apple could do something like that again, but this time like erase all the mistakes they did with the with the 5C. Yeah, right. And come out with something a lot better. If Apple did that, like. Google, Samsung, all these other companies, they're done for. Like they, they're in big trouble because they sell mid-range phones already, like or lower end phones, whatever you want to call exactly. them, like sub five hundred dollar phones. And if Apple like got a piece of that market, they would bite a massive chunk out of it. Like they, even, they would definitely even, go back to number one of Fortune five hundred, like literally overnight, probably. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, of course, definitely. of course, it, they won't be able to make as as like a large margin but i mean if they do okay so an iphone 10s costs apple like 400 dollars to make and that's got like the best of the best uh hardware wise if apple did come out with like an iphone se2 or whatever they want to call it like iphone 10r mini or iphone 10 something else and and they did like not have as good specs as like the flagships of course but they did have good enough specs i think I think they, if they price it at a sensible price, they would still be able to make a good margin off it. Like it'll probably cost them like two fifty to make, and then they sell it at five hundred. Like starting at four ninety nine, they still make double their money. Like it's still a big, a big margin. And I mean, if they did that, a lot of people would be interested in buying the phone, so they would sell more than they would an iPhone ten R or an iPhone ten S. So they would still make probably as maybe the same amount of money as they would with a uh, with uh, with one of their flagships. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd agree with that. But I mean, it's Apple, so it might not happen. It would be cool though. It's still, it's still cool to theorize on these things. Okay, so 
Okay, so moving on to the next uh, topic here. Let's move away from smartphones for a minute and from, from that kind of part of the tech genre. Let's talk about cars because cars are a big essential part to people's lives. We've got a lot of new companies like innovating like Tesla. They're making electric cars that self-drive. We've got Audi. We've got Nissan making their own electric cars. And now we've got Mercedes who's making... Who's, who's just made their first all-electric SUV. The, um, it's called the Mercedes EQC. And it's actually a really nice car. Like, I've been watching a couple of videos. It's got a 259-mile range, so kind of like competing against the Tesla Model X. Uh, and then we've got... It's got a great design. It, it's got all of the things that you would want in, like, an electric car. And, of course, it's Mercedes, so it will be like top top class top materials top everything top of the range everything and it's even not that expensive like it's it's what sixty thousand dollars i think it was or something starting price which isn't that bad for a car actually i think it was sixty thousand canadian when i checked but like it's not even that expensive considering what you get with it um what do you guys think i i know taylor you're not big into cars but um if you want to add anything you, you can go ahead nick what do you think do you think this can compete with Tesla? Do you think they could, uh, like, really dent uh, the Tesla Model X market, I guess? Or is this just, like, another electric car that will just... Flo uh, yes, it's an electric car, but it's not as good as a Tesla. What, 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 are, your, what are your thoughts? What I think about this is um, I think it might actually compete with the Tesla X because if you look about... Because you don't really have a lot of... Um, electric SUVs running down the market. You have the normal cars, uh, which you might even get electric cars, for example, but electric SUVs are very uncommon in today's market. So if Mercedes is starting with in a fully electric SUV, then it's definitely um, down to compete with the Tesla X. And, um, you know, if I, if I just... If I would want to say if I if I had a choice between the Tesla X and Mercedes, um, this mo this SUV, I mean to be honest, I'd probably go with the Tesla because you know, um, I just think as someone who just appreciates tech, I would want to buy a Tesla, but for if if tech is not your main priority, it's like, you know, it's nice to have it, but it's not very essential to you then I would probably go for the Mercedes. Yeah, I mean, if you're not a Tesla fan, you can always get this. I think something that the Tesla is like well known for and something that makes them unique uh, is the fact that they don't just, they're not just electric. Like Teslas are not just electric. They also have uh, self-driving capabilities. They have all of the safety features that, that some other cars don't have. Um, and like being able to drive itself is something that not many other cars can do in the first place right let alone this this mercedes here now of course the mercedes may come out like in five years with their own self-driving car but I, I don't think they're gonna do that anytime soon i think it'll take a little while for them to to start doing that but i mean it's this is still a great car like it's got great range it's got great interior it, it's got great features as well like it's got an AR uh, GPS, which is awesome. Like, it's got all of the features you would want and more in an electric car. And I mean, it's got all of the charging stations you can you could charge in. It's not even 
like really over the top expensive. Like I'm, I'm having a look right now. It's, it starts at 65,000 pounds here in the UK, which for an SUV is, is all right. And I mean it for a Mercedes SUV. Uh, and of course it, it will be cheaper than like buying an actual like gas car because you don't have to pay for petrol every time you go to the, or gas, whenever you go to fill up, you just pay a subscription and you get electric free electric charging. Well, not free electric charging, but like you pay a monthly fee and you get unlimited charging and stuff. I think electric cars are the future. And now that Mercedes is coming to the market with it, I think it's kind of like a, a wake up call to some other companies to start making electric cars. But actually I want to, I, I want to share this because I, I don't know why like many people don't even talk about this, but I think Mercedes actually made, I, I don't know if they still make it or if they, if they like briefly made it, they made a uh, Mercedes B class that was like fully electric. Uh, and, uh, my dad actually rented one for about two weeks and it had like a 60 mile range. So it was a horrible, horrible range, but it was a really nice car. Like it was fully electric. It was a Mercedes. It, it, it was, it was like everything good about a Mercedes and like some parts of Tesla like merged into the, into it. And it was, it was a great car. Like it was very silent. It was very nice and uh, like premium and luxurious, I guess it's, I mean, Mercedes is, a, is well known for making luxury cars. And now that they've come into the electric market, I think they have, I think they can really stand a chance against Tesla. And I think Elon Musk kind of has to be careful with their model X and like, actually do something a little bit more uh futuristic i guess and maybe like redesign it make it cleaner like the model 3 and and all that stuff but i guess they also have the of course the the model y that comes out very soon so i guess that's 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 something that could compete with this uh but taylor do you have any anything you want to share about electric cars or teslas or or anything or or nick if you have anything else to add no i think that's that's pretty much it i'd just like to say that um of course man i mean if you if there's a mercedes you get that luxury brand name right with with that interior which you would call uh more posh as we would say in england right so yeah, um you know if i was if i was someone who's right was very much into that kind of cars then um and i feel and i am into um electric cars as well i'm into the future then I would be very much interested in the Mercedes electric SUV. Yeah. Taylor, do you have anything or? No, I'm, I'm you're losing me on this one, honestly. Um, I, I, I do like the design though. I, I will say, I think that's a cool design. Um, but I, I think, um, if it, if it was a self, Drivable car, yeah, I, I'd see a lot of people getting it, um, especially like people with disabilities and everything. I think that would be um, a big step up for those kinds of people as well. Um, so maybe in the future, um, they yeah, I they mean, would I, see I guess something like that. Tesla has years of experience with self-driving. They've been collecting information for years. Mercedes has never really done any anything like it. Um, mm. So I guess they're kind of like taking it one step at a time. They're, yeah. They release it. They, they go electric. They're apparently releasing some other uh, of of their already made cars, and they're turning them into like electric. Not like already made. Like they they just redesigned them to be electric. 
uh, and, and I think if Mercedes starts making more and more electric cars, they can definitely compete like with Tesla in the electric car game. But Tesla still has the whole self-driving thing, which yes, it's not perfect yet, but like very, very soon it will be. And I think, I think a lot of people are looking forward to that, including myself. Like I, I re right. if, if I could buy any car right now, if I had any, like a hundred thousand dollars to spend on a car, I would, I would buy a Tesla. Like I wouldn't look anywhere else. I'll buy Tesla simply because Elon Musk is a really awesome guy. I absolutely love what he does. Uh, and it, it's to support him. Also, I absolutely love Teslas. I love, I've been in a couple of Teslas. They're amazing. I love the design of them. And, and, and also the way they look futuristic. And I guess this Mercedes does look futuristic, but, but still, it doesn't have that self-driving thing. It doesn't have that, like, I guess, kind of like you're in the future kind of feel, the kind of feeling like that you get in a Model 3 where it's all clean on the front. You only have one screen in the middle and that, that you control everything from there. I think a Tesla is still a Tesla and like not many people can really argue with that. Like Teslas are, are just amazing. They're just amazing cars. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, and I mean, um, can Mercedes do, um, something better? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but they're taking their time with it because they want things to be good and not to like mm -hmm. mess up. You know what I mean? I, I, I think slowly yeah, I think, but surely I think, I think, they'll get there. I think what they may be doing and, is kind of like know, what Apple does. They're waiting for other companies to start doing self-driving cars, see where they fail, see where they fail, and then come exactly. out with their own and be like, exactly. this is ours. We have fixed these issues that these other companies have without right. like actually saying that. But like it, I think this yeah. is what they could be doing. They could kind of be like Apple... Because uh, I, I guess they ca Mercedes kind of are the apple of cars because like they're luxurious, they're very nice, they last a long time, uh, and they're like built like tanks. Like w my my family drives a I think it's a two thousand two exactly. Mercedes and it still works. It works completely fine. It takes us from A to B, and like Mercedes is just last a long time. And I mean I guess Mer if if other companies come out and they fail, then Mercedes can fill that ga that gap in and succeed where where others have failed. Anyway, do you guys have any other things you want to talk about uh, before we wrap the the? I was about to say live stream, but, but before we wrap the the podcast up, that would be it from my yep. side. I, I think I think we've gotten everything. Sounds good. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, to whoever did listen to the end, thank you so much. If you guys are interested in more episodes, we will be posting. Uh, weekly or at least semi-weekly uh, so if you guys are interested in this kind of content make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast listening app whether that be apple Podcasts or google play podcasts if that's what it's called um spotify any other platform we are on there so make sure you subscribe and you tune in to every episode as we will be coming with more episodes very very soon Thanks again, Nick, and thanks again, uh, Taylor. If you guys want to follow them, all the links will be in the show notes as well as mine. But for now, thank you so much for listening. I'm Benji from Benobi Tech, and we will catch you guys in the very next episode.